should I say should I say where I, should I say this is in your head or what? Oh, oh, no. <laughs> well, what's a good what's what a good do do? title for a spooky show? Without your head. Without your head. All right. Without like, your head. There we right. go. Yeah. All right. Give me the countdown. Bonfires burning bright. Bumpy faces in the night. I remember Halloween dead cats hanging from poles. Little dead around in droves. I remember Halloween. Skeleton life is known I remember Halloween this day Anything goes Burning bodies hanging from poles I remember Halloween Your cue, dude. <laughs> hey, give him, give him a break here. He's kind of, he's kind of <laughs> new to this. Right, right, right. <laughs> We're professionals oh, I here. I, was yeah. I got, I got like a billion dollars in my back pocket right now from oh, the so, <laughs> so, so you know, let the noob have some, have some leeway. <laughs> So I guess we're going to be talking about some horror movies tonight. I understand, uh, Troy, you were just opening some uh, some characters or something? Right. Uh, for everybody who knows, listening, this is our first live edition of Without Your Head. That's true. If you're listening now, you can call in at 508-644-8503. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> Going live. Mm-hmm. Are you nervous? Yeah, I just... I, I am. <laughs> I, I, um... I just got a bunch of um, horror clicks. It's a new game from Wiz Kids, uh-huh. and so if anybody out there they, they want like a cool like uh, horror board game where you can collect really great figures and and play a neat game, this is the game for mm-hmm. you. And this is about people made uh, hero clicks and uh, what's their big game? Uh, Mage Knight. Mage Knight. Yep, they also Mage- did the sports clicks. Mm-hmm. Basically, what it is, it's uh, it's like a mini, a collectible miniature game where you buy like a pack of a, uh, a pack of figures. You don't know who you get. You get random guys. You know, some are common, some are rare. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're right. pre-painted, and they so, get all the all the dials right on the on the figure itself. So the artwork's pretty good on them, right? Oh, they're great. They look each time they like they make a new set. Like the the old Mage Knights were all really nice, but then as they went along, they got better. The Hero Clicks were really good. Mm-hmm. These ones, all the all the figures are just beautiful. You guys will love them. Uh, do they use any like um, any like real characters from any movies? Um, I don't think they've gotten the. They did get the license to Aliens vs Predator, but that's going to be in a future release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, so in this one, the only ones that like they could use the actual names of like um, Jekyll and Hyde. 
I guess that's like a public domain thing, so they could use that. Mm. But they have a character that's kind of like the Frankenstein monster, but they don't call him the Frankenstein monster. Right. <laughs> um, like, do they, do they call him, like, Frankie or something like that? <laughs> uh, I, I think he's like the, the creature, I think they call him. <laughs> creature. And so then, no, the fiend, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. I didn't get him. He's one of the uniques. I got four uniques, but he wasn't one of them. And uh, they have some of the Lovecraft characters. They have, um, oh... Uh, the avatar of Cthulhu, who is one of the one of the uniques that we got, and Mrs. Flea's hovering over me, so I got to say that she pulled all four uniques out of the packs. I didn't pull one out. Oh, yeah. Does Mrs. Flea want to say hello? <laughs> Mrs. Flea, you want to say hello? Well, actually, I guess on this show she'll be B. All right, well, we got B coming up on the uh, there. The first time she's been heard on uh, any of our programs. B, what? you want to say hello to the fans? <laughs> no, she doesn't want to die. <laughs> right. well, you did hear a no you thank should, you. You should, have said, you should have known better than that one. <laughs> I know. I should have lied and said we had, like, Stephen King on or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could put on, like, a Stephen King accent or something. All right, why? <laughs> John, you do you do the um, Stephen King impression. You do a good name accent? I don't know if I could... Ah, uh, the main one. That's kind of hard. I'm not sure. I, I, a man's I gotta, heart is stonier. Do what? A man's heart is stonier. <laughs> oh, there you go. We just gonna say like lobster. Yeah. Lobster. <laughs> hey, you, you got some lobster? Um, uh, no, I don't think bring, that'll work. You won't buy it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a legend. I'm a living legend. <laughs> <laughs> See, but King's got a bizarre voice. Like, yeah. if you ever listen to any of his like books on tape, they're they're. I actually I actually listened to the commentary on The Shining, the 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 re-release that he actually likes the uh, the one that um. Oh, the Mick Garris did, or what was his name? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty neat listening to the commentary on it because he just kind of explained some of the things he didn't like about the Kubrick film and some of the things that he did like about mm-hmm. um. The uh, one, uh, the made-for-TV one. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, I think I think the made-for-TV one was closer to the book, but yeah. it still wasn't perfect either. I don't think. Really? Well, I know they use it, like it, the they use the uh, hotel that he like envisioned like when he, when he wrote The Shining. They use like the, the right, same right. hotel and everything. Like they they filmed on that location, which it was a it was a pretty cool location to film on. I had to say. Oh yeah. I think both of them were beautiful, though. Like both the hotels from oh, yeah. from the Kubrick one and the, and the made for TV one. I, th- I think the it's majority. So of... <clears throat> you go on. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I think the majority of the fans who like are big fans of the book uh, aren't fans of the movie, the, the Kubrick movie. But um, I think the big fans of the of the movie, I don't think, have uh, really read the book. No, that's true. I, I think you're right because it, it's so strange. I was just reading in. Um, I forget the name of the book, but it's a bunch of people's takes on, like, on King and, like, you know, some of the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and Fritz Leiber has a piece, a piece in there. And um, and he was saying that he thinks that Cooper's film is, is great on its own, but it really doesn't do justice to the book. He said, like, as a separate, as a separate entity, it, it, it's a very well-made thing, and you know, it does very well on its own, but like the book is just so much different. Yeah, and he's one of the few people that actually enjoyed both. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like the Made for TV one. I think the uh, especially the ending. Probably one of the biggest flaws in uh, Kubrick's film, but I I am a huge fan fan of the Kubrick film. I think it's probably like you don't understand how it doesn't really give you a, an idea of the the uh, hotel being like. It's kind of like a haunted place, you know, and why why the things are why the things are talking to him, and you know, why I don't know. I've never really read the book, so I, I, I'm kind of speaking out of uh, out of. Uh, but but the thing you didn't like about the movie, though, you were saying. Well, I, it just it just seems like they didn't like explain that. I think that's like the biggest flaw in it. But like other than that, I think it's just like it's a pretty solid film, and I think. To include everything that's in a novel, how how many pages was uh, The Shining? 
It's probably a good, like, 600 pages, 700 maybe. I mean, to do that in film format is probably pretty difficult and probably more than what people are willing to, you know, take in in just, like, one setting of a movie. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. So I think, like, I think, like, probably Kubrick did, like, the best he could do with the editing. Yeah, for, like, a a two-and-a-half-hour format. Yeah. I'm always happy with the movie that doesn't go out of its way to explain it totally, I think, you know, to leave it up to the audience, hoping that their audience is smart enough to understand what's yeah, going on. Yeah, a little mystery. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes a movie will just, like, hit you over the head with, um, yeah. you know, what you, you know, make sure you know exactly what what is going on. Well, you know, it's funny, Neil, that's, that's one of my beefs with a lot of the Japanese ones, too, like we were talking about the other week. Mm-hmm. You know, where, like, I like a lot of the things about about like the Japanese ones. Like visually, they're really impressive and stuff, and they got some really spooky parts. But that's one thing that they do there. It's like they don't want you to like lose track of like the storyline, so they'll pound it down your throat. They'll be like, "Oh, well, this is happening because of, all right, we figured it out. You know, mm-hmm. move along." I just want to bring up something quick too that um, one of our fans here in the chat room brought up: uh, Gogo Van Helsing. Was um, something I would like to go see. Actually, is uh, Eight Films to Die For. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about this intro, it's, uh, John. It's the things going across the country. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it's like you know eight horror movies, and you can, it's kind of like a horror fest. You could go to you know, at the movie theater. I actually saw it the other day, uh, a little preview for it on television. While I think it was during the, um, might have been during the ECW show. I'm not sure on Sci Fi mm-hmm. Channel. But I saw a little preview for it the other day. It looked pretty interesting. Uh, definitely the way they're building it, you know. With uh, yeah. saying, you know, these movies are so sick, you'll never, you've never seen them before in real. Right. You know. I think that's definitely probably one of the best ways to try to uh, yeah, hope, something like right. that. Right. Hopefully, it's not like they're just so bad that they didn't release it, <laughs> <laughs> which it could always like be the case. Mix. Right. But uh, it, the movies it looks like a pretty good mix, you know. Yeah, you can look it up at horrorfestonline.com, and the movies are Unrest, uh, Penny Dreadful. I believe that's a movie uh, you brought up. Oh, yeah, that was the, that was the one where um. The reason I brought that up, though, is because Warrington Gillette and Betsy Palmer were in the same movie. And that was from, you know, Friday 13th Part 1 meets Friday 13th Part 2, you know, two different right. characters. So, I don't know. I think that's the reason I wrote that question in the first place. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Uh, the Gravediggers, The Hamiltons, Reincarnation, Dark Ride, and The Abandoned. So I think it's a pretty cool deal to go see. Uh, that'd be really like a big group of friends to go and see like uh, eight movies. I don't know yeah. if they play them all once or what. Well, you have your choice. I think there. You can either get tickets for like one or two, or you could do like the whole. I think I think it's like a two day thing if you watch them all. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess eight. Uh, it'd be like ten hours probably. Yeah, they, they had a bunch of different choices that you could do. You know, like if you just wanted to see a few of them, you could do that. Yeah, right. It sounds like a real neat event, though. You know, you never heard anything happen like uh, of recently of something of this size. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, it's kind of a mainstream thing where it, you know it's actually all across the country. It's not like it's just one particular place. Well, you know, and like you'd have to fly if it's not your state. But it's uh, right. It's uh, you know, it's a few places in our state. Yeah, because the first time I heard about it before I saw the ad, I think it was on the Sci-Fi Channel, is when when B was coming home, she saw an ad for it on uh, on the, the the bus station, and it said about it. And then she sent me the link, and I looked it up, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Mm-hmm. And I I didn't know it was like you know a cross country event, you know, at that time. Uh, another thing that I debuts the end of this week on Friday. At the new uh, Masters of Horror series, season oh, two, it? yeah. Hmm. Uh, the Toby Hooper one uh, is is on the debut. The debut episode, right? Huh. I guess, uh, this is season two. Yeah, season two. I've never. I haven't even seen all season one yet. Wow. Yeah, I haven't either. But that's a pretty interesting concept, you know, having a like a season of uh, movies. You know, they're kind of like shorts because they're they're only an hour long. You know, right. So. But it's, you know, longer than, like, a TV show where it's a half hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's all the same 13 uh, directors or not. Mm-hmm. I don't but know. It'd probably be hard to get, like, every single one of them to agree or to go along with, like, each season or something. Yeah, uh, especially, you know, like, John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a caller here. Who is this? It's LTNA fan from Shetland. Hey, what's going on, my man? 
That's everything with me. Uh, what are you? What's on your mind? Well, I, I was initially going here to uh, to the interview with Kamala, but I, but I guess my modem, my DSL modem, just got screwed up. Uh, but hmm. uh, let's talk about uh, horror movies. And uh, being one of my favorite horror movies of my of, of my life was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, um, John will be happy with you. With <laughs> the original or the remake? Uh, the original. Ah, the uh, LTMA <laughs> fan knows what's you're, going on here. You're disrespecting me, sir. <laughs> Who me? Um, no, me. I, I've heard. I've heard they they're they're planning to do a an, a, a, an enhanced uh, DVD version of of the of the. Movie. Yeah, I think it's actually out now. It's here. It's in, like the U, it's in the U.S. I think already, but. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've watched it, and like the con the, the uh, documentaries that are on it are, are pretty entertaining to mm -hmm. sit and watch. And I've heard the commentary. I already listened to the commentary by uh, Toby Hooper, and um, I think uh, Gunnar Hansen was on it. Gunnar Hansen, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's who does the commentary. Yeah, on it? yeah that that's like a. I think that track was recorded on like the Laserdisc version or something or another, and it's it's really interesting to listen to, especially the part about the. Uh, Dinner scene, you get some uh, pretty good tidbits there. If you haven't heard it yet, I won't spoil it for anybody. But uh, and then the uh, then I'll they recorded the one recently with a uh, Marilyn and um, uh, who was it? I think uh, the um, the DP. No, he he was on the documentary. DP. Uh, the uh, uh, director of photography. I can't oh, remember his oh, name. Oh. <laughs> I thought I thought it was another thing. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I have an idea of what you think it was. <laughs> so that's a whole different oh. film collection. Oh, yeah, do I use the internet too much? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, was, I can't remember who else was on it. I think it was like, oh, Franklin, the guy who played Franklin. I can't remember his name. Uh, he's passed uh, on. Uh, was, recently, so. was he the one in the wheelchair? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Gogo Van Helsing here in our chat room at uh, withoutyourhead.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's wondering if anyone here seen uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no. Yes, I've, I've seen that lovely piece of work there. <laughs> no, this that's a, that's a prequel of the remake. But, yeah, but how many sequels and prequels did Texas Chainsaw Massacre already had? Like one hundred. Well, oh, I, I, I think, thought I thought he was talking about the Next Generation, which was. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, this is yeah, yeah, no, those kind of okay. Movies. The, the, the sequels, the prequels. Well, I think the basically the they had to make a prequel of the remake because the remake did so well, and so like you know basically you got to make a sequel when something does well. But they killed off you know one of the characters that everybody liked was the, the policeman, and they cut off um, Leatherface's arm. So really, the only thing they could do was uh, make a, a prequel. Yeah. So you could, could you could include all this all the same characters. Yeah, the yeah, cop is about the only well. thing I liked from the first, well, from that last one. Yeah, I think I'm the only person here who enjoyed the uh, the remake. You probably are. <laughs> I just want to say one thing. Okay. L L sounds like um, Antonio Banderas. Oh man, I love the guy's accent. Oh, really? The guy's got the best accent. Oh man, oh, really? I think uh, I think Thank I think you very much, sir. I think so, you better keep me away from the. Uh, I know you damn speakers. right I will. I'm, I'm not getting her on the phone now. So so instead of being like the boss rooting of in your head, he's going to be like yeah. the uh, the Antonio Banderas of uh, without your head. And I'm not Spanish. So that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's the no, problem. That's the weird thing. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But you're I'm going to Spain. Mm. Yeah. Another new movie uh -huh. out that uh, Ghoulie here in our chat room is uh, bring up is uh, Saw Part 3. I uh, saw the first two. <laughs> so. See, I, I, went over, I went over this uh, before when we just did the Walkies View show. It's like it's something, I like doing this show, something I don't feel like I'm like too well suited for nowadays because I've been watching like so much wrestling the last uh, year or so and I've kind of like fallen out of uh, like out of the loop with horror movies. But I just recently watched uh, Saw One. I, I enjoyed it pretty well. I thought it was a, it was a good film. I, it wasn't like a, I don't know. I mean, you know, you get a lot of your stuff. Like the Marine. It wasn't yeah. like the Marine. No, it wasn't as quite as good as the film as the Marine, the John Cena, um, <laughs> the John Cena uh, masterpiece. Yeah. Of yeah. Photography. Speak a little European gigolo quality. Of that movie. <laughs> 
It's like uh, that was just pretty much made out of like cokehead driven directors from like nineteen eighties. Like what they just went and grabbed like this eighties director and brought him to like the future and said, Make us a movie and that's the movie he made. But, Sorry, um, have you have you any any of you saw the what's the name of the movie Ringu, but not the American version, the Japanese oh, version? Oh, Ringu, yeah, Ringu, yeah, I yeah, enjoyed Ringu. Yeah. I haven't, I've, I've searched some videos on YouTube, but I haven't saw the movie, but I heard it was pretty scary. Yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. it's a lot better than the original. I mean, Fleek of, I mean Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is the weirdest thing. You could probably uh, explain that more since you've seen it. I don't know. Well, the the thing is, like, it's a the the story. The premise is basically the same. The thing that's strange about Ringu, though, like, um, the the woman in it, she's got like um, psychic abilities. She's kind of like uh, she's kind of telepathic, actually, and, and it puts a whole different spin on everything. Hmm. And uh, but I I really enjoyed both movies though. But Saw I I enjoyed the first hour of I thought was like really clever, until you found out like who the murderer actually was. Yeah. And I found it absolutely ludicrous. It's it's kind of one of those things like in Friday Thirteenth Part One like they know they they don't even give you a chance to pick out who the killer was. Or, mm, yeah. yeah. One, one of the worst ones about that was like Scream Part Two. There's like there was like absolutely no way possible you could have known who oh, the killer it was. was. The boyfriend or something. Yeah, like it was that. like it the the mother crazy. of the boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I felt cheated and saw actually. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Um, you know, it's a movie just came out of DVD. I just wanted to mention that everybody out there should really uh, pick up is uh, the Feast. I want it, to see that one. Yeah, it won the um, you know Project Greenlight, the TV show. That was the movie that was uh, like what won that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just watched it last night because uh, Adam Green, he was on our show. He uh, mentioned it being a really good show, a uh, really good movie. And uh, it's just a really fun horror movie. It's it's pretty much just like a nonstop uh, like. Uh, Monster Fest, just like a, it's really good. Uh, you know, if you're into gore, it's got it's got some comedy in it, and if you just like big monsters, oh, it's got uh, monsters in it. Yeah, it's a lot of big oh. monsters, little monsters. What's it, it, does it have like any CG in the film whatsoever? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't, that's that's like one of the things that's hard to believe to watch. You know, films nowadays. You see a lot of CG, and it's just like it looks like a cartoon's chasing after the person. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's like I can't I can't you know buy this as like you know mm. believable. It just looks so fake. Yeah. When like, no, I, yeah, this is the kind of stuff I really like. It's just the big monsters, and it's uh, pretty gory, bloody. Mm-hmm. The the still photos I saw made it look really really cool. Like just the effects look beautiful. Yeah, and it's pretty funny, just um, some little scenes in it, just the way they introduce all the characters. And uh, the monsters look really good. All the gore looks really good. And it's got, uh, it's got Henry Rollins in it. It's like oh, awesome. Well, that's always a plot. Yeah, he plays like a motivational <laughs> speaker. It's, it's a pretty good role. Jason Mewes from uh, Jane Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to backtrack to a little bit earlier, because when you were saying about the, uh, the Masters of Horror Season 2 coming on, Mm-hmm. I know one of those in that season, you know, in the new season. I don't know who directs it, but um, it's based off an F. Paul Wilson short story called Pelts, and it's about like this. Uh, this I think it's a woman. She she gets like a fur coat, and like the the animals on the coat, like they come to life and they maul. It's a really neat little story. It's only like probably like a twenty page story, but uh, it's the one. By Toby Hooper, is it that one? Uh, the, the the Toby Hooper one uh, on the second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really sure what it's about. Oh, okay. Do you know if it's? It starts Hell? Friday. No, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. Look for that one, though, Neil, because um, it, it's a real cool story. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know how it'll translate. It probably an hour uh, movie will be perfect for it. Um, and, and uh, season one, though, the one that was banned from uh, from TV. It's just too gory. It just came out on DVD as well, uh, Imprint, mm-hmm. which I believe is made by the guy who made Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, well, he's one of the Japanese guys. I don't know who he is. Yeah, he's um, on the grudge, I think, that guy. 
Yeah, I was really disappointed in that because uh, I expected a lot from it because it wasn't it was banned on TV and everything. And pretty much, it's it's like they're just trying to break like a taboo because like uh, it, it's pretty gross like the movie, and you see like a lot of aborted babies in it, and it's just like they're just kind of going out of their way just to show something, you know, that you don't see normally in a movie. Yeah, that's that's kind of like my complaint with a lot of those just like gore fest movies where. You know, I want to, I want to, I want I want a story that's like going to, you know, make me pay attention. You know, I don't want to just mm-hmm. see a bunch of just gore and like people's heads getting blown off and all that stuff, just just for the sakes of like nothing. You know, right, right, right. It's and like, uh, it's cool. I just yeah, go on. It's cool to see special effects, but it's not like I want a story to go along with this. I want like you know. Right. Yeah, to me, always the the special effects enhances the movie. It's not. It doesn't make the movie. Mm-hmm. You have to have something there. You can't just show a bunch of uh, gross out effects. Sure. That's another thing I gotta say. Uh, I'm. I'll give away. You guys don't care if I give away the ending. You guys probably won't no, watch it. Later. Um, there's a. I actually laughed out loud because it reminded me of something from uh, from Kung Pao or like one of the thumb movies. <laughs> was was the woman. It's the girl that has a sister on her head, and it's a hand. It's like a hand grown out of her head underneath her hair. Nice. And it's got a face on it and a tongue, and it looked just like Tungy from um, from Kung Pao. No, I didn't. It's, no. just, it's like comical looking. It's supposed to be like horrific. <laughs> now I'm going to see it after I heard that. <laughs> now it's something you got to see, Kyle. Uh, you got anything to say, LT Navy fan, before I let you go? Uh Oh, I was just, um, I remember a movie that I saw a trailer, and uh, i like to hear what you thought about it, if you already saw the trailer. It's a movie called Feed, um, that I think uh, premiered, I think it already premiered in certain festivals. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this movie. No, I don't think I've heard of that one. No, what's it called again? Feed, F-E-E-D. Hmm. No, that might, might be the one feast like you're talking about. Like yeah, you mean it's renamed feast? it or something? Right, in Portugal yeah. might be uh, called the feast. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a movie about a man that uh, force feeds a, a woman until she got she gets really fat. It's like a sexual uh, fetish thing. A movie mm, about it. No, I haven't seen any like. Is this a horror movie or is it just like it's, something it's, you get no, off on? No, it's a uh, it's horror movie. It's not a DP movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, right. Call the show and you'll be attacked by one of those. Now go go to imdb.com and search for Feed the 2000. It's a movie from 2006. There's a, a other movies called Feed, but that's not the one. It's that's the rent, more recent movie. And uh, I, I saw the trailer. I just got nauseated. I think that the entire movie is just uh, uh, for the reviews that I, I saw. It's uh, make you sick. It's just a movie that intentional make you sick, and it's a. Uh, it's a shocking. It's, it's it's an easy. Yeah, it's just a chalk movie. You know, yeah. So it's kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five, where Fe- Freddy starts force feeding the the lady <laughs> until she blows up. Oh, the original death scene in uh in Seven. Oh yeah. That's uh, which one was it? You know the obese Blood guy. Knee or whatever. Blood knee, right? Yeah. Yep. You, you know what movie did that to me where I couldn't watch it? It just grossed me out too much. Was the movie Skin? It was a French movie. Did you guys see it? Mm-hmm. No. And, and I heard all this Which good movie? buzz about it, and I, I we started to watch it. I made it through like what uh, was Skin. Did you see it? No. And and it just it just grossed me out so much I just couldn't watch it it just uh, it just nauseated me like I, I just couldn't deal with it. <laughs> yeah, this other movie though, the the feast. I mean, you know, it's pretty gory and everything, but it's also a fun movie. It's not like yeah. made to like just turn you off and has no like uh, you know not enjoying or anything, no enjoyment mm-hmm. value. No, I haven't I haven't heard of the one though that Al talked about. <laughs> It's a, it's a movie from 2005. I'm, I'm on the imdb.com page. Oh man, that's like it. That's that's illegal on this show. That's illegal on the show. No imdb. No. Oh, I want to do it. Go ahead. Sid Haig Go ahead. Sid Haig. Ever since Sid Haig told IMDb. me all about, what about it. What about, what about <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes? It's, it's <laughs> either, either one. Just uh, <laughs> what about it? Yeah, that's uh, no, that, that's a movie. Uh, there may be the, the trailer is somewhere here. 
That's you got to check the trailer. That's that's nauseating as well. As hell. That's, that's, uh, I found it. It's here. But we'll have it. It's All right, man. Well, we're gonna go uh, to break. Thanks for calling in. Okay. okay. Call anytime, Bye. man. Okay. All right. Take care, Ralph. Okay. See you, man. Back from break. Welcome back to Without Your Head. Now, I think we just uh, stumbled upon a pretty interesting conversational piece for the show here, because you're telling me about the uh, th- the clicks uh, f- figures about the uh, the zombies. Horror yeah, mm-hmm. horror clicks. Yeah, the horror clicks. Yeah. Uh, it's they like, like have, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, they they have like um, out of the ones that we got, like six different kinds of zombies. They have a. Um, a sorority zombie, they have a cop zombie, they have a lawyer zombie, they have a skeleton biker guy, <laughs> and they have a shambling zombie who's awesome because he's carrying his right arm and his left arm, like, looking like he's going to hit somebody with it. Now, that's, that's like, one of the things that, like, I, I like about, like, zombie movies and stuff. It's just, like, they can put, like, so many, like, different aspects and, you know, what they're wearing and what they're, uh, what they have on, you know, and like different like head wounds and stuff like that, or mm-hmm. like their oh, fingers yeah, are cut off. The decay and uh-huh. stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. what makes them. Like you said, the different levels of decay, how mm-hmm. they died. Um, oh yeah, that, you know, that always makes such an interesting. Story, a lot of you know, you stuff. Out. Yeah, and a lot of stuff that you would just think is mundane, like uh, like normal casual wear, like a person would wear. Mm-hmm. You know, you put on the zombie, and like you know, it has a whole new personality. Yeah, put on a little bit of dirt or something, and. It just takes its, uh, its new form, and that's like that's something that gets on my nerves whenever I'll be watching like a horror movie and they don't like put a whole lot of uh, put a whole lot of creativity into like the zombies, you know, 
Like mm-hmm. I was watching um <laughs> it's just quite the film I'm about to drop here, but Return of the Living Dead Part Four. Oh man! Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> I'm I'm tra- I'm like trying to watch this movie like uh, through the period of like two weeks now. I'm trying to finish this film, <laughs> and the zombies in it. All they have on is like just these like hospital jumpsuit kind of things, like OR scrubs or something. And it's like that's just such a waste right there. When you could, you know, you could you can design them anyway. The reason they did it was because they're supposed to be in this research facility. But it's just that's not the one where the guy's girlfriend turns into a zombie, is it? No, that's part three actually. That's, oh, okay. That one has a pretty big cult following for reasons I'm unsure of. <laughs> but I think it's just because that chick, like like Ron, loves it because he thinks that chick's hot. Well, yeah, that that is that. Is, that is a good reason to like it because that's yeah. that's about all it has going for it. That and Riverman, yeah. Riverman rules, Who's sort that? of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody in our chat room wants to know what we thought of uh, Hostel. Oh man, see that's another one I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen, oh, yeah, you haven't seen it. New movies. Oh well, you go I, ahead. I'll talk about what I thought of it. I think it had some really good um, uh, torture scenes. Yeah, I love a part. Yeah, in a way it made me mad because I think it could have been like a great movie. I, I don't agree with people who think it is a great movie at all because as like a whole, I think like the first half of it's like really boring. And then like it's got a couple cool scenes, but for the most part it's not a good movie, I don't think. I think the guys realize some some things are scarier that like you don't see. Mm-hmm. You leave to your imagination. And I think, you know, it's basically like I guess the the highlight of the movie or whatever is when he kills like the main villain. And it's just um, he basically takes him into the into the bathroom stall <laughs> with a knife, and he's gonna kill him. I think if they just would have done that, you didn't see what he did. It would have it would have been so much more uh, it had so much more impact. This definitely oh, yeah. isn't the show for spoilers. No, but the way they did it, it was really a letdown. I think I think it'd be a letdown no matter what he did to him. But basically, he yeah. just like stabbed him. This is a guy who like. Uh, you know, cut the guy's hand off. He just did all these things to him and, like, uh, tortured all these people to death. And basically, he just gets stabbed. In a way, I think, you know, he deserved to be killed a lot worse, yeah. I think it would have been so much better if you just saw the stall closed and then him come out and there's just blood everywhere. And it would have been left up to your imagination what happened to him. You're like, man, you know, you could imagine worse than what happened. I mean, that was always my problem with the end of It, uh, Stephen King's It. Which I really like better than... Uh, I love it up until the end. I always thought the end was such a letdown. I think if you wouldn't have seen, you know, what Pennywise was, your mind would... You know, your mind could imagine a more horrific thing than whatever you could show on TV. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... Yeah, that's always the case. That's, that's kind of the whole, you know, concept of the story, you know? Right. All right, we got a caller. the kids, fine. Hey, it's the uh, the ghost of, of without your head, Casper. What's up, guys? How's it going, oh, my man? Nice. Yeah, it's going pretty good. Uh, how's the show so far? I've only just managed to get the string working. No, oh, I think it's going well. Hope you're really enjoying it. I hope it's good. I've enjoyed the the past two editions I've heard. The Hatchet show was was really good. Really good. Yeah, guess. I really liked the Adam guy. Adam Green was a good guy. Oh yeah, he was. I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> So what's yeah, that about? Opinions on horror movies. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think everybody who liked that show and liked his opinions uh, should check out The Feast. I think they, they'd really like that. Yeah, I'm going to have to rent that one. So, Casper, what, what do you like as far as horror goes? I'm a big fan of B-movie trash horror. <laughs> that, uh, we get on the horror channel over here. Stop Scanner Cop and Maniac Cop and, and Connors or... I've just my kind of films. I've just watched a um, a film that I think is right up your alley. It's probably uh, uh one of my one of my friends at work. He actually uh, hooked me up with it, but it's called a uh, Street Trash. I think you need to check out that movie, mm. Casper. I think I think it'll be like high up on your list if you if you like that sort of kind of film. So, what are your guys' favorite, you know, B movie horror movies? Like a B movie. I know uh, Jack said that he's a fan of, of Comet of Komodo, which I haven't seen, but I'll oh yeah, Komodo, I really two ninety nine a bargain bin over here. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. gotta pick up Komodo. That's good. Um, I, I love the movie Killer Condom. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that. 
That one's brilliant. <laughs> no. That is such a brilliant movie. It's it's about you know these condoms that are little monsters. And it's like in, in you know in a, <laughs> in a whorehouse basically, and so uh, you know they, they they eat people, but you know they eat a certain part of a person. So it's basically like you see a condom with teeth, and they mm. run around the floor and stuff. It's it's an awesome movie. It's a and German, I, I believe. Doesn't he? Doesn't he design the? Um, yeah, H.R. Geiger designed the uh, yeah. the monsters, the killer condoms. The guy who designed Alien and uh, Species. Yep. That sounds horrifying. He's a freaky dude, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some of my like favorite like B movies, like um, probably one of my favorites is uh, Hard Rock Zombies because it. It 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 has like the greatest. Uh, it has hard rock, all right. Then you got zombies, but then at the end you have a zombie band. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! And you throw Adolf Hitler into the mix, <laughs> and then you got a movie. <laughs> you got a movie that's that's bound for greatness. That I've always I've always believed if you add Adolf Hitler to anything, it makes it better. That's true, and, then, and that's yeah. not it. That's not it. You got zombies. You got some naked ladies. Uh, you got midgets. <laughs> oh man! You're Are you sure this is a horror movie? This is. It's actually just one of those. It's one of those awful, awful eighty movies, and I love it. Some kind of masculine trip that John was on. I think. I, I was actually trying to get the, the 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 star of the film to be on the first edition of Without Your Head, but right, he, wanted, he was too big for us. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he to come on, so oh well. But um, uh, someone here in our chat room is mentioning. Uh, well, Gogo's mentioning uh, trauma films and uh, Toxic Avenger. I think mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows Toxic Christ. Avenger. Um, one of the trauma movies I really like that doesn't get like mentioned a lot is uh, Monster in the Closet. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I think I've seen that. Isn't there like a scene where like the monster in the closet he he, he comes he comes running out of the house and the police just start like firing at him and yeah. like, the main the main protagonist in the film is like a he's like all nervous and constantly like sweating and stuff. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I've oh, that's that a good one. Yeah. He's kind of a Clark Kent looking guy. The uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen. Yeah. yeah. And I think the monster. See a little bit of rubbish on Clark Kent. What was that? Doesn't doesn't the monster make like a Godzilla noise when he comes out? I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh yeah I really like that movie. Yeah, that's pretty the awesome. Only thing, the only better usage of like Godzilla's voice was in in I think it was Jaws four, <laughs> with when the shark uh, making the Godzilla noise. <laughs> right. That just rocked. Jaws four is just a classic piece of cinema. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think down some narrow van peeves dividing his own part. <laughs> the shark is out <laughs> for revenge, people. Stalking them, yeah. If, if, you're gonna, awesome. if you're gonna make a B-level like horror movie, there's nothing worse than like the ones that like take themselves overly serious and like they put like a bunch of dialogue and stuff and like not hardly any gore or you know you don't you don't watch that for that kind of stuff. It's like the original oh, okay. Puppet Masters are pretty cool, and later on, like when you barely see any puppets and it's like just all like story, like no one wants to see that. No one's watching this or that. <laughs> Those were good for for B movies, though. All the full moon ones. Yeah, the uh, the older ones. I, I a lot of the new ones yeah. are really terrible. Bloodstone. Um, what what else was there? They made a whole bunch of them, mm-hmm. and they were all pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed them. Uh, Pit the Pendulum. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't full moon? Didn't they have? Didn't they distribute help in distributing uh, House of Wax, the new one? Oh, they made them. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm kind of. I was kind of impressed by that because you you know oh, you yeah, haven't House of Wax. Uh, yeah. You haven't seen like them like produce a film of that caliber before, so I've got yeah. you know pat on their back there. Mm-hmm. They also make really nice toys. I don't know if you've seen the Full Moon Madness uh, Puppet Master line. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty nice. I believe I've seen some pretty what? kick-ass toys for them. Go ahead, guys. What did you guys think of the House of Wax remake? Because I only saw it the other day, and I actually liked it. Yeah, I same way. How do you think stuff? No, I really like I it too. It. I don't think it really has anything to do with the original, but no, I just think it. No. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. It was just kind of you know, it's a fun horror movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he made it better than Alicia Koth, but was the the main character in the film. I think she definitely helped it. 
Yeah, because I, I, I had no intention of watching it until Buck told me. He said, you know, oh, check out the new House of Wax. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh -huh. And then I did. I was surprised at how brutal it was. It was, I think it was a lot gory than I expected. Yeah, that was a bit when he when he super blows her, her mouth shut. I mean, like she so she's like oh, yeah. the killer goes up and he starts talking to her brother. So she puts her hand through the through, through the thing. It's like a drain, and she's trying to see. He's like, oh, my feelings are so like Ben going and just cuts her finger off the pair of pliers. That was awesome. Oh, that was nasty. Yep, and, and it was it was well thought out too. There wasn't anything that happened in the movie that you're just shaking your head going, "That's so stupid." Yes, and, and another thing I liked about it was was that it wasn't like the, it wasn't like a typical six teams in one place and they all get picked off on one. They're all kind of like they were separated at times. Like uh, the brother and his brother's friend, they went off to the baseball game. Paris Hilton and the dude, the dude from a uh, think cousin Skeeter, he's like on the campsite. All, they, all, like, they all get separated numerous times. And I like that. It, it didn't it didn't follow this this typical formula that the, the, the team these team slashes normally like go for like it's mm -hmm. like in this day and age sort of thing. I did like that. Hmm. Uh, Gogo mentions here demonic toys, which was also an awful mood madness movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. I yeah, I think the that. puppet, the puppets, and the demonic toys—they had like a face-off at one time or something. Yeah, like it's Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys, <laughs> which I didn't even realize, but he mentioned Corey Feldman's in that movie. Yeah, yeah, really? my friend was telling me about that. Wow. If you want your movie to be good, you really just have to put Corey Feldman in it. I think so. I would. Mm-hmm. You know, the sad thing is, Corey Feldman really was a good actor. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, back, <laughs> I'm going to steal exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> back and stand by me. Right. Oh, my gosh. He had... What did you ever think of this? <laughs> I listened to the commentary track. <laughs> but he really was pretty awesome in that movie. Corey What about Corey Haim, please? I mean, Troy. I, I, I always thought, I always thought um, Corey Feldman was always a better actor than Corey. Eh? Oh yeah. Well, like you're saying, I mean, when he was a kid, like uh, in Stand by Me, you, you really couldn't. I mean, could you put like another kid in that role? I mean, no. and be believable as like you know the crazy guy with all the like really angry Jake Lloyd. Ooh. Everybody kicked ass in that movie though. The kid who played Darth Vader. River Phoenix. Oh yeah, River oh, Phoenix, yeah. great. Yeah. River Phoenix is actually my real father. I don't, I don't know if you guys know that, but he's, oh, he's actually my real father. I recently discovered that a couple of months ago. Oh, man, you got to have like some well, sort of money coming your way, dude. <laughs> I know. Talk to Uncle Joaquin on that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he never even comes to the scene. I, I sent him an email saying how much I enjoyed his performance in the line, and he just completely no-sold it. It was yeah. heartbreaking. Sorry to hear that, dude. Yeah. It's too bad, man. Have you guys heard of the Hitcher remake? I've heard ridiculous. about it. I will say though about River Phoenix, for like all the actors who died young and then like their their lesser talented brother went on to fame. Uh, his brother is probably the most talented of those. <laughs> oh yeah, out of, out of like all the Jim Belushi's and all those. Right, movies. right. How, how can you not Jim Belushi? Come on now. <laughs> oh, I mean besides uh, K nine. I mean, come on. K nine. Wow, that. <laughs> 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 it's a fine well, film. Well, then Bill Murray's brother, Bill Murray was yeah. dead when that bad <laughs> showed up and tried to cash. That was the problem. If Bill Murray would have died young, that guy would have made it bigger. I know. That's what he was hoping for. Right. <laughs> I hope you die, <laughs> Bill Murray. Sylvester Stallone's brother. What's his name? Um. Oh God! Um, Frank Stallone. <laughs> Frank Stallone. That's Frank. It. Yep. Well, at least he does the music. Though. Yeah, at least, at least yeah. the bike, you know. <laughs> Tries to do something else. Just doesn't grab a hold of his coattails and just rides along. <laughs> well, then his mom tried to jump on that band. Yeah. Right? I'm surprised no one like tried to make like a real cheap like Rambo ripoff or a Rocky ripoff and put Frank Stallone. <laughs> Dude. Shell shock. <laughs> Rick Rude's mustache sent me a link idea. to it the other day, and it's like it looks like one of the greatest films ever. <laughs> it's called Shell Shock. Is, is Frank Stallone in it? Nah, Frank Stallone. Oh, oh. oh, you want Frank oh. Stallone in it? I'm sorry, I was interrupting you for nothing. <laughs> well, oh, man. you got anything else, Dad Casper? Before I let you go. 
Um, well, no, I was wanted to ask what your opinion was on the Hitcher remake. I mean, oh, the Hitcher, yeah. Do you think that it, it needs a remake? I mean, one thing I liked about House of Wax was that the re- that the original was, was was quite dated. I mean, I believe it was 1953, and so that I think it, it, I think like a, a, a remake wouldn't, wasn't so bad. The same with like King Kong, right? The original Fly remake, another remake again, which is just stupid. But I think that remaking. I mean, when when the Hitcher remake was greenlighted, I think it wasn't even 20 years old. Which is, I mean, if you watch the original today, it still holds up. I mean, there isn't really, I mean, not special effects of action-wise. I think that, you know, and the acting as well. I think it, it's all. I think if you if they released that film today, it it, it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be panned for like for like bad like effects or anything. I think it, it still right. holds up. I think it's just, and I think Sean Bean is not going to be able to play John Ryder like uh, the original guy did. I can't remember what his name is now. Uh, uh, Riker Howard. Yeah, that's it. I don't think he'll be able to... I mean, he's, I'm not criticising him as an actor, but I don't, don't think he'll be able to play the role like he originally did. I, I just think it's kind of a stupid thing to do. Yeah, I haven't really oh, heard Thanks for letting me call in, guys. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for calling in. Call in anytime, man. Right, uh, yeah, good luck with the rest of the show. Thanks. Hey, guys. Alright. Cool. Uh, I don't know about that. Do you have the uh, Hitcher remake? I haven't really even heard about it. No, I didn't hear about it either. No, but no, I no, agree no, with no. what he's saying. You know, when they remake a movie that's you know from the fifties or the thirties, mm-hmm. you know that's you know old and older movies like black and white and stuff. Are like, well, let's take this idea and you know remake it and update it, whatever. But when you start remaking movies that really aren't even that old, I never understand the point of that either. No, I don't get it. Probably, really don't. probably one of the biggest ones I'm against nowadays is the remake of Evil Dead. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I know yeah, it's from. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awful. I mean, I guess yeah. it's nice that people can cash in on it. The the original people who made it, since they didn't make that much money off the original, but still, it's. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it didn't cost anything to make, though. You know. No. To and me, you know, uh, part two is. Part two is pretty much to me his remake of one, with yeah. a little more yep. effects, and I think. Um, you know, part of the charm of that movie is, is that it was low budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got, they got a big bang for their buck, you know? Yeah, to remake that, to me, it's kind of like remaking Blair Witch Project or remaking Clerks. How many, like, scary yep. Japanese kids are going to be in this one, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> They're crawling across the floor, out of the, out of the cellar. They're just scary kids. That happens in so many movies. So it'll just be some, uh, some, some little kid. That kid's got a cat meow. <laughs> What's up with it? It's so I think freaky. kids are just scary by nature. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like you get you get some girl pregnant and you're just like, well, I want to kill myself. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I could, I could understand the horrifying side effects of the, of kids. There is something we want to. You just named it, right? There is something we do want to talk about though, because uh, it's coming up next week is uh, Halloween. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Man. I don't know, something like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's probably one of my favorite holidays because it's just, uh, I don't know, yeah, I just love, you know, seeing the trick-or-treaters and stuff like that. And I think it's like, it's pretty much an outrage of what it's becoming these days because it's like, it's like, they don't even give the kids time to do anything and I can understand why because there's so many freakos in the world who want to put, like, you know, kill them or try to freaking, uh, Take them off somewhere or something. I don't know. It really pisses me off because I've, I've had some like really great memories, you know, trick or treating back in the days. Oh yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. This ad that like uh, kids. A lot of it, I think, is just like kind of made up stuff. I don't think. Mm. I saw a TV once, like. You know, they talk about, like, razors and apples and stuff for years, but, like, it's never actually, no one's ever found any. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of progressed more than that, though, you know? I mean, it's, like, kind of just these crazy, well, I don't know. You probably just hear more about it in the media nowadays. Yeah, it's probably that. some of it's just beer-mongering like everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it is sad that, you know, they have to ruin something that, you know, where the kids can have fun. I don't know if it's like oh, yeah. if it's like that around the United States, but they only give like kids like maybe an hour or so around here, and that's just not enough time. Here, there, there yeah, is they get the big curfew and everything. I don't mm. think we have no curfew here, but still, I don't ever see any kids. So the last few years, it's really I don't see anyone doing it. I think like last year we got one we got one kid coming by, and the year before we had none. Same here. 
when I was a kid, I mean, we'd go trick or treating, and you'd see, you know, you'd see kids walking all the streets all and night long, pretty miles. much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course, you'd score as much candy as you could. You know, you'd mm-hmm. be a fool otherwise. I yeah. remember grabbing like the pillow sack, and you're like, this this thing's going to be full. <laughs> right. And then you go out and you know, you try your best to just go on like run into like different houses like a crazed madman. Just trying to get that bag of candy full. Pillow sack nonetheless. You know what I saw I saw this yesterday though, it was uh it was something to give out for uh, trick or treaters and it was uh Play Doh. Yeah, it was like it was little tiny packets of, of Play-Doh, and I guess it was to give out so you don't give kids candy, so they don't eat sweets. And I just thought, how sad is that? You know, you give kids like yeah. like it's like a two ounce jar of Play-Doh. What the hell are you even gonna do with it? <laughs> well, that's like you're gonna make like a when, when you could tell like the the people had forgotten it was Halloween. They'll give you like a quarter, right? You know, or like a can of beans. Or something. The, the bag oh, of pennies yeah, back in the day—that always the pissed pennies, me. Off. Exactly. Yep. You get the bag of pennies. You know, you're just like, don't go back to that house. <laughs> I remember yep, that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I remember this old woman down here. She would always give out pennies, and at first you get like money. You think, oh, that's cool. I got money. I'm gonna go buy some. And then it's like, you know, it's like, it's pennies. It's like 12 pennies. It's like, why would you even bother giving that out? You could buy some well, kind of candy for 12 cents. Do, do you remember the one year that the people um, up the street, um, they, they gave you, like, the, the weird religious pamphlet? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> you, you don't remember that? It was, um, the, the, the kids were Heather and, and Faith. They lived up... Uh, oh, God, the, yeah. Heather and Faith is... Yeah. Yeah, and they gave out these, like, pamphlets, like, um, it was, he was more than just a uh, carpenter or something, yeah. and it was all these crazy religious things. And they gave me a hard time once because I was, we were playing guns, and I had, like, a toy gun and, like, a rubber knife. Like, their parents were, all, <laughs> were like, all, like, shocked. Yeah, well, well, I think he was some kind of priest in some kind of odd religion or something. Yeah. <laughs> Priest in some odd religion. Right, which covers all the religions, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, like Christianity or some foolish thing. Like <laughs> oh, mm. man. We're trying to be all pissed. Oh, we got a caller here. Who is this? Leatherdish. Hey, man, how's it going? Oh, man. Fine. All right. Yes. So you got, uh, you got anything on your mind? Any recent horror movies or anything uh, you're interested in? Uh, well, I don't have... Quite a movie to talk about, but more to apologize for. Alright. It's. This movie was really good when it first came out, and it was apparently really popular, but as uh, time went on, it just got. just totally got, like, under. you know, like, buried. Mm-hmm. What's the movie's up? Mm-hmm. Prom Night. Prom Night? Oh, man. I know. A, I love I know Prom Night. Yeah, I do too, but I, I don't know a single kid that has ever seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. Well, so, it's probably a lot of the movies from that time period that are like that, though. Well, no, because I've asked about a lot of movies, and they, my school seems to love them, but if you ask about mm-hmm. prom night, they're just like, what the? <laughs> they, think, <laughs> they think it's one of the movies that just came out about some stupid teens. Yeah, you know, back in the day there, they, they were putting out like a, they would put out a slasher film for pretty much like every event, like every holiday, you'd have Friday the mm-hmm. 13th. Friday the 13th and Halloween, obviously. Yeah, that makes sense. But then you'd have prom night, you'd have like my bloody, uh, Valentine's Valentine, Day. Right? You'd have, right. uh, you know, it's pretty much everything. Like graduation oh, yeah. day. Killer uh, leprechauns. <laughs> Killer leprechaun. <laughs> Killer leprechaun I day. Me gold. <laughs> that should have been, uh, that should have been St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> St. Yeah, Patty's yeah, Day. So, Dave, what are you dressing for? What What are you dressing as for, on Halloween? Well, uh, you guys were just talking about how nobody comes around, so that's normally what happens in my neighborhood too. So I just got like three costumes. So, so you just said you're gonna go out three times. Now, see, this is something John should have thought of. He could have filled up that, that sack for candy. That's brilliant. If he would have had three uh, costumes, he could have done three rounds. Oh, my goodness. This kid's like If he was like genius. Lon Chaney Sr., you know? He was yeah. like 10, 
ten pillow sacks filled. Man, where were you when I was a kid? You need to, like, give me some of this knowledge whenever I was a lad. I went around as T-shirt man. <laughs> T-shirt man. <laughs> It's pretty it's hard to disguise yourself after that one. <laughs> if we were all kids at the same time in, like, the same neighborhood, we could have gotten that Savini book. Mm-hmm. And we could have, like, you know, done makeup on each other and, like, went out, like, a dozen times that night. Yeah. Well, I think in West Virginia, wearing a T-shirt is a costume. Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Yeah. That's just awful. Dude. And I'm, shoes. I'm no-selling that one. <laughs> And then, and then he carried a toothbrush. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> 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 I tell this to yeah, the guy who records the, the show. It does, all, it does all the technical side of the show. I don't. Know. <laughs> hmm. So, so, um, so, John, are you are you, are you going to play any um, Rocky for us? Any Rocky Erickson? Rocky Erickson, yeah, I need to get some like uh, tracks coming to me or something. All right, I'll Not send it for you for our next one. <laughs> Somebody wasn't doing their job. <laughs> oh man, Jack, I mean I'm you. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. So is this going to pretty much conclude this edition of Without Your Head? I think so. Should Should Dish sign us off since he's here? Oh, no, don't give me any pressure. <laughs> oh, man. No pressure. It's all on you, my brother. <laughs> nah. Um, let's see. All right. Well, I guess this will conclude this edition, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. You're not going to throw out your favorite line from a horror movie, Ditch? Come on, man. End up the show. Hmm. Just to let everybody know, um, if you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss on the show, a movie you'd like us to review... Uh, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Just send it to withoutyourhead.com. And if you already sent in one, we're we're going to get around to it. We just yeah, you know, we need to track down right. the film that you wanted to talk right. about. Right, head at hotmail.com. Sorry. Yeah. Also, I, let every, I, I, let us know how you enjoyed this show, and if if you like the live format, um, maybe we'll do one every once in a while. Because it was kind of neat having the callers and stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed the callers. It might be a little harder to do, you yeah. know, if, um, if we get a guest or whatever. But right, right. Well, we could always record the guest and then, like, yap at the regular right. Well, just let us know how you enjoyed the show anyway. Yeah. Because I liked it with with the callers because it took pressure off of me. I didn't have to say as Because <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm still nervous. I've done this show now how many times with you guys? Four uh, times? Uh, four yeah, or five you're times. You're going to become a veteran here pretty soon. All right, Dish. Yeah. You got a quote? Yes, I do, actually. Um, this is from the remake of Sex Chainsaw Massacre. Alright. And this is because the first time I saw it, it was movie form. This is cop. And he just looks straight at the guy and he says, I smell bull sweat. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> what? Yeah, I think that, that's, I think that's what you just found the new, uh, on the inyourheadonline.com, we've got, uh, it's, there's worse stuff out there and, Without your head, our new slogan is uh, "I smell, I smell bull sweat." Hmm. I like it. I like it. That works for me. I think you should have came out I don't with. Know what it, my you know, favorite line. I think you should have came out with like maybe my family's always been in the meat or something like that. Right. My brother makes good head cheese. Or yeah, something like that. That's, that's a good one. But anyhow, you did a pretty good job there, my man. Mm-hmm.